Hi guys, welcome to another episode of On Ghetto Stories. It's your girl Agnes, but some of you guys know me as Agnesita. Stay tuned. So today's episode is going to revolve around cheating. (laughs) So the question today will be, can a cheater change? You know, there's this saying that goes, once a cheater, always a cheater. Or a leopard never changes its spots. So do you agree to this notion? Or, hmm, you know what? I think I mostly would say once a cheater, always a cheater. But but the matured grown-up me would say it depends so I'm going to give you my own ghetto opinion on both sides on why I think so. But you guys DM me on my Instagram, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A, on what you think about this conversation. Because this conversation is going to be juicy. I'm going to give you just my really true and honest opinion and you know i'm speaking as a female but i feel like obviously women can be cheaters as well so it goes for both um partners but obviously i mostly will be referring to the guys in this contest but obviously it it goes the same for the females so guys do not get me wrong i'm kind of speaking for both but probably most of my pronunciation will be around he, him, and you know. Anyways, before we dive right to the, you know, answers on if whether or not I agree to this notion, I feel like it's only right to obviously, first of all, define what cheating is and then give you guys what what types of you know cheating there are out there honestly because it depends there are various kinds of cheating so um first and foremost what is cheating or who is a cheater let's say like what is cheating cheating in my opinion is when you play unfair in a relationship when you're dishonest and you break a promise and this promise doesn't mean contractual obviously obligations a promise is just the social norm promise that you and your partner you supposed to have between each other it's like the unsaid promise but obviously you expect that from the other person but you break that promise by going out of this relationship. Honestly, cheating is just something you do to 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 give you an advantage outside of your own relationship, which is unfair because um the other partner, the other party assumes you are committed and you have a different uh kind of promise you're you're keeping. So therefore They are being committed, not knowing that you're doing something else behind their back. So this is cheating, honestly. Yeah, because it gives you an upper hand. It gives you more benefit, more advantage. So yeah, and that's not cool. Nah, 
Yo, I don't want to say I hate cheaters, but, you know, I feel like everybody in this life, we either have been cheated on or we've cheated on someone. So, guys, ask yourself, ask the next person sitting or standing next to you or lying next to you, have you been cheated on or have you cheated on someone? Honestly, one person has to fall into both. And sometimes one person has cheated on someone and they've also been cheated on likewise. And that's because um, probably it, it goes like they've been cheated on first and that really hurts. And then they do it on another person, which is a bit weird. It's ironic. Or you cheat on someone first. And then you think you're you're you become you know rep- you've repented you're you know you're changed and bang someone cheats on you, <laughs> and that's the karma right there. So I don't know. It can go both ways, honestly. Uh, but yeah, one person always fall on both ends. And some people can say, no, I've never been cheated on my life. Well, probably, I don't want to say you you will be in the future. <laughs> I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But um, probably you've been cheated on before, but you didn't know. And guys, cheating doesn't always mean having sex, you know, like sleeping with someone else. Um outside your relationship cheating comes in many forms there was a time my friends and I we were playing a game and you know she was like never have I ever cheated on someone else and we were all looking at each other and she was like guys cheating if you've kissed someone by mistakenly you've you know flirted with them you've thought about someone during sex or you've thought about someone like emotional cheating you know when she gave the whole list everybody in the room just took a sip (laughs) and you know this is why I'm always like I feel like cheating um goes it's deeper and also sometimes it's shallow. It depends how you define cheating also in your own relationship because to some partners, they say, oh, um, I don't mind if, you know, there was a flirtation going on as long as it's harmless, this is nothing. To another partner, this could really be harmful for them because maybe for them, they're more in tune with their emotions. They're very sensitive. So for them, this is emotionally cheating on them. And this for them is just like a no-go area. And other people, it's more about the physical cheating. Like kissing someone could be for some people like level one. And some people could still come back, get back from it. Other people, you could, you literally need to, you know, have sex with someone, like sleep with someone and then for them, that's like you just shattered their world and they just will break up with you or not. Honestly, you know, there was a time a friend told me that um, she was um, not even messing with the guy, but she chose not to, even though he was um, persuading, like literally he was being very persuasive towards her. But she wasn't checking for him like that because she just saw red flags and she took this sign and, you know, she ran away from him. 
few months later down the line another girl called her saying hey yo do you know this guy blah 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 um have you you know slept with him and she was like no i didn't i didn't but you were over at this house or he invited you to this place that is the and my whole thing is if a girl <laughs> the whole you know i was like the whole fact that she had to call you and question you about this dude obviously she knows deep down it's cheating because obviously that was a different kind of cheating like emotional cheating granted they didn't have anything physical you know what i mean and this was what this other girl was calling to check in on like did you do this did you have sex with him did you just tell me because for them that will like make or break but i don't know also to those kind of girls that's gonna be a segment for another time because those to those kind of girls too they get so used to the same cycle and pattern they know but then they're still in the relationship they don't decide and you know they always say this stuff never confront a guy about cheating if you're not ready to leave like if you don't have if you don't know what to do if you know you're gonna stay in the same relationship don't confront a guy about cheating because then you know the minute you talk about it and you stay he's gonna keep doing the same thing because he knows you're always gonna be around so that's that aside so cheating has different ways this is my this is what i'm getting at you know if someone you know had to invite another person to another city to you know take them out this in my opinion that's already cheating on its own because this guy shouldn't be doing this in the first place because he's in a relationship that is just weird or you invite another woman to your you know home like that's your matrimonial home or your 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 partner's home you and your partner's home and if you bring someone in over that's a form of cheating because (laughs) you know guys this is cheating and it's different yeah but for me this is cheating Hmm. I'll also tell you my own Angera story later, but let's keep going on with this whole, you know, segment because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go off track, but I can easily go off track on this matter because this subject, uh, you can talk and talk for days on this, but I'll try to structure myself and put myself in check. So uh, now that we know what cheating is, Let's move on to um, the kinds of cheating. kind of cheating that I'm going to tell you obviously would give you guys um, a better perspective or a better understanding on why I say cheating, um, it depends on, um, you know, in, in a response to my question, can a cheater change or, you know, can a cheater that cheats once always become a cheater or cheats way more in the future that's why i said it depends because in my opinion there are two kind of cheaters uh the first kind of cheating is just this one time cheating kind of thing like you know that those people i wouldn't say they happen to find themselves cheating because honestly i feel like cheating takes a whole process like you just don't happen to find yourself doing it and you say oh it was a mistake um no bruh it wasn't a mistake everything was well thought out well it was planned out well you probably even thought about how you're gonna hide it disguise it 
you know, you thought this through, but some people just get caught red-handed or they eventually get caught or the truth eventually comes out later on in the future. But my whole thing is um, there are one-time cheaters in a sense that um, the person cheats in in a different weird space in their life, let's say, you know, they lack confidence. Um, this could be a reason why they cheat or um, they didn't feel whole in the relationship and outside. Um, they sort of found a validation or their identity better outside. Some people are a bit psycho or mental in the sense that, you know, having a partner, they feel like... Um, they have this like parental parental um relationship going on but then they want to live out their you know their adolescence life on the outside and you know be this you know spontaneous young free wild and everything and that's weird because you can also be all of the same all of the above also with your partner on the inside but i guess sometimes um it's different because let's say you meet um you meet having a a different kind of understanding or a different kind of behavior towards each other. I guess sometimes other partners find it um, really hard to change or to tell their partner that I would like to try this or I would like us to, you know, be a bit more spontaneous or change because they might they might feel a bit rejected or feel like they're be, they are becoming a bit childish or that the other person would just simply not agree and it would be weird and frowned upon in the relationship so they would rather not do that and they would rather just go outside and seek this and you know explore this experience this kind of um, feelings or whatever identity issues they're going through honestly so that could either be that or um i don't know like sometimes um it could also be a cheating as a, a form of resentment for the other person and in this sense, it's saying that, let's say, a partner hurts you and you don't know how to... <laughs> Some people just like to go tit for tat. That's just... That is really bad because it's going to end up bouncing badly back on you. But in that moment, they are not thinking straight and just want to hurt the partner back. They want the partner to feel the pain they're feeling inside, you know, and they just go cheat. Like... Honestly, they just do it. It's not like um they they were emotionally involved in this cheating because you know cheating are different. Some cheating are just plain physical. That's it. While other cheatings are like more emotional. So some people, you know, with the resentment, they just do it just to do it. But in the end, obviously, it's gonna affect both partners, anyways. Um yeah, and also you know like I'm saying, cheating are different in the sense that it can be either be emotional or physical like you could you could um be involved sexually with someone and you know you're emotionally also involved like sometimes for some women this can be the case and i think maybe that's why i don't know it's a double standard but i i think this is why um men are less likely to forgive women that cheat on them then uh, women are to forgive a guy that cheats on them because sometimes guys just say yeah it was just 
it was just sex it was just to to you know <laughs> to reach my height of 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 satisfaction orgasms whatnot you name it you know and some women in their head they just think well i'm the i'm the one with the ring i'm the one that has the child for him i'm the one that's in his family and all that and you know i'm the one he's more emotionally invested in and financially invested in and you name it all so they're thinking oh that girl was just could just that girl definitely was just a one one night thing, a one time thing, you know. Like she couldn't have been anything more than just the physical. So they try to psych themselves like this into believing that, you know, especially the guys obviously they also try to uh manipulate or at least try to make them believe, you know, I, I there was nothing, you know, I, I just met her once. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole lie but anyways um yeah so um that's also that kind of cheating so those are just like my sub kind of cheating but um my second main you know kind of cheating are those hmm, those serial cheaters this is really what i call them because those one-time cheaters eh? these ones they can still change with the help of you know, things here and there, which I'm also going to um, state later how they can change. In case you cheaters are out there and you're thinking, how can I even change? I want to change, but I don't know how. I got tips for you on how you can, okay? But um, <laughs> not because I was once one, but because, you know, I've, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people they've given me tips i've done my research y'all before coming in just blabbling blah blah <laughs> so i'm mixing my own ghetto opinions with also like professional um <laughs> help that I, I i sought out from people who experience things like this and you know not saying i'm a saint myself too like guys don't get it wrong that's why i said we are all cheaters we've done things differently you know it could be just you know confiding and someone <laughs> Anyways, I'll leave that for later, you know, guys. I'm going to tell you my own ghetto story as always. You know, I always got to back it up. <laughs> but um, this um second type of cheater, the serial cheaters, hey? Huh? Guys, these ones are the ones that make me believe in the notion that says once a cheater, always a cheaters. These ones are the most, they're like so emotionally manipulative in the sense that they will they will promise you heaven and earth they will plead up and down like they will do everything thinking they change but then again ha huh, in your face they will just do it again like it will hit you so hard like someone stabbed you from your back not even from your front from your back because actually even even from your front i think the first time is always from your back because you didn't see it coming but then the second time it's literally like in like from your front because they're so their brain is just not wired properly they're just a serial cheater like that's it you there's nothing you can do that's going to change their mental state because these ones are just i don't know and i think i know reason why these are serial cheaters honestly as i call them i think first and foremost it's the fact that they do not believe in the whole ideology of monogamy you know being monogamous means one man one woman i don't know one partner together anyways um so 
they think they can be mono, you know, like they can have this monogamous relationship, but their nature is not allowing them to. They're just not wired that way. And also, they try to say, yeah, I can commit to you because they really want that partner, that girl, that guy instantly at that time. So they promise everything, knowing their self well enough that, yo, after five, six months down the line, my nature is going to want to start checking people out, you know, DMing people, wanting to have a different, you know, feels because they get used to the same cycle that for them, it's it's not good enough. And trust me, the other partner, the girl could give him everything in the whole wild world, but it will not change anything. So that's why I just feel like these serial cheaters, they're never going to change, honestly. The the only thing is, this kind of cheaters, obviously, they shouldn't be in a monogamous relationship to start with. They need to be honest with themselves. They need to know, oh, I'm the kind of person that I need to be in an open relationship or, you know, in a, I don't know. There's some people that are in a, like, triple, like, triple, you know, this triple people triple couples i don't even know three people in a relationship there are people like this who are troubles but um for cheaters like this i think it's always better to be in an open relationship because their nature does not allow them to be in a one man one woman kind of relationship so they need to have a different kind of agreement this would be a different kind of you know promise in a way so but but here's where it gets it gets tricky some guys just want to eat their cake and have it y'all they don't want the girls doing the same thing they just want just them doing it and having this girl all to themselves that's why this cheating thing it's it's more deeper because like i said it's cheating when you're getting more advantage than the other partner in the relationship so definitely this is not fair because if you want this girl to be with you and you still want to be doing your other stuff other shenanigans out there or satisfying yourself from other you know people other ways out there so you need to let the other partner knows and if this other partner agrees then the other partner might also agree that they will also be involved involved in the same thing they will also do the same thing and Sometimes some people in an open relationship, it really works for them. I've found some, you know, couples that they were open relationship. And later on, obviously in the future, they got together and it became more exclusive and monogamous because they thought first one person in the relationship couldn't be, you know, couldn't be that loyal and faithful. But I guess sometimes when, you know, a partner starts seeing the other person, being super happy or you know with the open relationship then they really see like damn i don't want to lose her to another guy or i don't want this kind of relationship i think i'm gonna try to make it work because i don't want to (laughs) share you know what i mean so then they try to make it work but also um i've seen people just honestly they've been in open relationship and they still are in an open relationship and you know they have kids I mean, a kid, a kid, but I think they're about to have another one, but it's an open relationship and it doesn't have to be um, people's business. They keep it in between themselves because sometimes I feel like when people know that they're in an open relationship, they can start to, you know, test them or just, 
you know, start gossiping or trying to just do things to mess the relationship more. So I feel like it's their business and maybe their close ones know, but like I said, it's no one business. But I know people that it works for them and people that, you know, it didn't work for them in the sense that they broke up and also in the sense that they decided, you know what, open relationship is not for us. Let's be monogamous back and that also worked. So um that's just that on, on this whole um cheating open relationship type of thing. But um also another characteristic of a serial cheater is that they're very selfish but at the same time they are also charming. You know what I mean? That like they're those bad boys that girls out there they want to be with but girls listen run away from them they're so charming with their words you know but yet they're so narcissist yes so you know they just have this extremity of like characteristics and you need to watch out for those characters Anyways, also, before I give you my own on-getter story on my own personal life as a person, um, I also want to state that cheating, um, people cheat for, like, sometimes two things happens in a relationship. People cheat to stay or people cheat to leave. Let me repeat that again. People cheat to stay or people cheat to leave. Now, people, let me talk about leaving. People cheat to leave at times because they want to leave a relationship, but they don't know how to. And they just do it because this could be something that will actually prompt the relationship. And this is where you hear relationships, um, you hear partners saying, you know, it wasn't working out well. I wanted to leave anyways. I just didn't know how to. And this that's why it's also not nice because then obviously we know that there's been a problem in the relationship from one partner maybe one was maybe abusive or one was rude nasty disrespectful and they just think cheating is the only way to get out of the of the relationship or marriage but it i don't think it justifies the means it doesn't justify the action in any way shape or form but it is the what it is. People cheat to leave the relationship. And also sometimes it could also be unconscious. Like sometimes it could be intentional to do this to leave. But also it could be really unconscious. Like they don't know what they want in the relationship. But then they cheat and then they see themselves um, not fighting anymore for the relationship. That it dissolves itself and it breaks. And then they realize, yeah, Actually, that's what I wanted to do all along. I wanted to leave the relationship. So sometimes, obviously, it's also not right because it just means this kind of people don't honestly know what they freaking want in their life. And they just, you know, suck the other person into their bullshit. But yeah, that also happens. Some people don't know they want to leave, but when it happens, they do end up leaving and that's it. Now, in the sense of cheating to stay, some people say they're cheating. <laughs> That's, I never understand that also, but some people cheat to stay in their relationship 
obviously they're not cheating to <laughs> to let people know but they they feel like when they cheat on the outside then when they come back home on the inside with their family or just with the spouse or the partner they're more happy have you ever noticed those 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 relationship like they go out cheating but then they buy so many gifts at home for their partners they're going on vacations but meanwhile there's always a side mistress side bae there's huh this is just also another weird 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 form of cheating but it works for some people and low-key there's some spouses that they do know about this but they honestly don't care because they see how <laughs> how their partner is happy and giving them everything they want let's say materialistic way i guess because i honestly don't think you can give that much emotions because anyways it's been shared but some people don't care and they just let it be Whereas some people don't know but they just think wow something from work must be making he or she is super happy for he or she to be behaving this way but honestly this is why why i tell you guys these are signs you need to know that he's cheating like once he start doing things that he doesn't normally do for you in the beginning you need to know something is up you need to know something is up my dear so let's say a guy doesn't give you flowers in the beginning of the relationship and suddenly after one or two years then he's giving you roses on a friday night or you know sunday night when he's back from his trip or i don't know boy's trip whatever or he's giving you a bouquet of flowers or he's suddenly buying you like diamonds necklace I don't know something just strange something just out of the ordinary and you don't think it just changed out of the blue or overnight you need to know what's up what the deal is you know because and if he's giving you everything in the beginning suddenly he's not giving you anything at all later on he's suddenly withdrawn you also need to check that shit out because that shit also don't be adding up you need to know what's popping like what's going on so honestly that's my own ghetto advice to you people out there <laughs> The guys are definitely gonna hate me, but actually, guys, you can also take my also you can take my own ghetto advice too because women also can be like that. After they cheat, they suddenly come back home and start washing all your clothes that they never be doing before, or they all of a sudden start cooking for you and they never cook for you in like years. You need to check that shit out too, cause that shit don't be adding up. <laughs> Anyway, so that part is part of uh, cheating to stay. And the second part of cheating to stay is like those one-time cheating thing or let's say few-time cheating because it can go both ways. But let's say finally that cheating happens and then it's it, it just turns down. It turns the relationship upside down. It makes it so chaotic, you know. Those cheating that involve kids, families, you know, um, businesses, deals that you've merged together. Those, those cheating that you regret even why did I cheat? Like, bruh, losing this is gonna, like losing the partner or losing all you've built, you know, for together with that partner. It's not even worth cheating in the beginning. Then finally you start to realize oh no, I really want my family back either for that or you want your family back for the sake of having your family back because you know, you know, 
being alone without your family, kids, this, that, being kicked out from the main house to the dog house, and cute, then you start working, you start, you know, doing everything it takes, then this is when the erotic um, evolution comes from, the therapeutic sessions, the couple sessions, like all of this stuff that actually erupts the whole, um, it just uproots everything and it lays a different new foundation and then you can actually, once you've gone through this whole um, process, then decide, you know what, we love each other. This was what I didn't like about what you were doing in the relationship. This was how I felt when you did this or when you said that, blah, blah, blah. And then you all come to an agreement or compromise and, you know, of how to move on. And you realize, okay, it was just a stupid dumb idea or mistake, as people say. <laughs> and you end up being together and, you know, these are also what I mean by just cheating to stay because it ends up in the future um, leading to staying together, but more on a stronger note, a stronger connection, and hopefully it never happens again. But yeah, so we're going to go on a break. And when we're back, I'm going to tell you my ghetto story about hmm, me being cheated on. Can you believe? But anyways, catch you right after the break. So in case you don't know me, I'm a cloth hoarder. This means buying clothes, keeping clothes and buying more clothes with the old clothes being in the closet. Yes, I admit it's a really bad habit because it really makes my closet cluttered and it gives little to no space. But what I've done now is I found an application through a friend called Vinted.pl, V-I-N-T-E-D dot P-L as I'm based in Warsaw, Poland. So I upload all my clothes that I don't wear, that I've worn once, twice, or just a few times. And whoever is interested can just tap and buy. You can search my name by typing Agnesita, double S, double T. See you guys. Welcome back, guys. So let's dive right into hmm, this juicy young ghetto story. You know, hmm. and guys, I was still young then, obviously, and it wasn't a sexual cheating, but for me at that time, and it was my first time ever being cheated on. For me, this was cheating. You could not tell me anything. Like, I always say I'm an Aquarius and I don't feel, but low-key, <laughs> when I knew that, like, I suddenly became cancerous. Like, I suddenly became emo. Like, obviously, I didn't show my emotions still, my Aquariusness, but on the inside, I was just boiling because for me, that was the ultimate emotional cheating in a way. Because I psychoanalyze the whole issue, like, I'm this person that I will overthink things, so honestly, there's no way I can go back or go back to that stuff because I will keep thinking about it. And, and if you're gonna keep thinking about something when you say you're over it, then it's not going to help the relationship and there's no need being in the relationship because you're always going to hold it against the other person and it's also not going to do you any justice, any service because 
it's just gonna make the relationship hell so here was how it happened um my ex at the time um we're supposed to go on a vacation together but honestly this is why i'm telling you guys maybe this cheating was a cheating to leave for me anyways because i was low-key a bit over the relationship but in a way when you're a bit committed in a relationship you're just committed you know you know (laughs) and also it was my first relationship honestly i didn't know how to maneuver it and it's like what do you do you just don't break up just to break up like for me i always thought there was something that had to go wrong you know for someone to do something wrong before you break up because you know i was just like what if i want to break up and then they ask me but what did i do what have i done or what happened or what have you done and you honestly don't know what to say like and i never wanted to be like an asshole for be like yeah i just don't feel the same well blah 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 actually my whole point of just being tired and a bit wanting to exit the relationship was more from just low-key nagging and i think also being together for so long that i don't know it was just being there was nothing um um sparkling anymore in the relationship so i think that was the thing we weren't doing anything to to sparkle the relationship or make it a bit different i mean later in the future compared to other relationships i've been into I I so much appreciate that relationship low-key because it was so unproblematic, it was so calming, it was so peaceful and all that stuff. But a bitch still be wanting more, so girls are just like this sometimes. <laughs> but let me stick to the story of how I got cheated on. <laughs> um, It was so... We were supposed to go on a vacation, but there was something, a little fight that happened. And I was like, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Me being my Aquarius self, my independent self. I was like, I think we should just, you know, travel separately. I'm going to go on this Euro trip that I want to go to. Just, it's going to be good for my mind and, you know, just my thinking. And I think we're going to miss each other. So maybe when we come back or get back together you know, there'll be something different, we'll go on date, and we'll miss each other, yada, 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 and also my ex was not having it too, but my ex was like, okay, sure, why not, so my ex was gonna go to another uh, city, uh, actually country, uh, somewhere in England, so I just told my ex, go with, you know, your friend, go with your best friend, because I'm not there, so at least you guys can have fun, and it's not gonna be just you, even though I'm traveling alone, but I love my company alone at times. That's another weird fact about me. So I didn't mind. But for my ex, I was more cautious and more, I don't know, worried because my ex isn't, isn't the kind of person to travel alone. So I just wanted my ex to just have a good um, experience all in all. So anyways, when my ex was there, there was some festival that was going on somewhere in Bristol or something like this. And... Uh, and meanwhile, when this happened, also, I was somewhere in Vienna or, I don't know, somewhere in another city or 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 was it somewhere in Croatia? I cannot remember, but I had a weird feeling. I had a weird feeling because normally my ex is the kind of person to text me constantly about things happening, about things that's annoying, the crap, you know, out of basically. Anyways, my ex would text me everything. Me, on the other end, I'm the Aquarius as always. I'm texting, like, 
once in a few hours or you know once in the morning afternoon evening but i'm this person so when i was on this trip i found out after a few days later down the line i'm the one that ended up texting more like i realized oh i've texted two three times there's no reply like what's up you know so um then later on i just had a weird feeling and come to think of it i'm this kind of person that believe in signs yo and have already seen like two signs before like our plants already died anyways after our last trip the flowers died the plants died my aquarius the fish and the aquarius they died <laughs> me i was like something's about to die soon i just hope it's not me <laughs> but um anyways not knowing that it was a relationship that was about to die so this was the sign all along but then i was on this um museum in um somewhere in the capital city of croatia then this relationship was called relationships of heartbreaks can you imagine what kind of what sort of museum name is this? this is the first time i've ever seen a museum name something like this and i had this little thing deep down my heart like if i go in there does that mean my relationship is gonna you know go through a heartbreak you know broken relationships i was like nah but i don't want to be those people that's always too superstitious i wish i just followed my senses but anyways i was like low-key i wanted to prove it because i'm like huh only a relationship that's weak that's gonna break up so i end, ended up going to the museum the museum is amazing i recommend it guys i hope it's still open i don't know but i was reading so many heartbreak stories so many broken relationships how it happened it was so sad like it was really sad but it was a great experience all in all but that was i guess a sign for me that I'm also about to go through another breakup. So uh, fast forward, um, I came back to, um, to I, I came back home anyways. Then we have actually a spare phone that um, we never really use. And Loki, I just turned on the phone like something. I, I was actually sleeping, but I suddenly got up and I went straight for that phone. I don't even know why I charged it. I went to the messenger because it was um already um logged in. So it wasn't like I was telling anyone's password or anything. I just wanted to know. And my thing, I didn't think straight about whether or not my ex cheated on me. I just wanted to see like, why is my ex ignoring me? I'm going to see whether anybody texted you know if my ex was texting anyone and just ignoring me separately like i was thinking what can that be so i wanted to find out for myself not knowing that my ex texted this girl and like oh it was a mistake i don't know what happened but you know it's also weird because i felt some things after the kiss hmm. when i saw kiss oh jeez Oh my days, guys. My heart just dropped because I couldn't believe my... I just couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, wait, what? What kiss? Who's kissing who? Wait, wait, wait. I was still in my head. was like... Because, <laughs> by the way, 
by the way they were speaking another language so i was <laughs> my my fbi mode was like translating through scanners and all of this so i was also like is this is this translating you know <laughs> application translating things weird maybe that's not what it meant to say you know but anyways i look at the end of the day, I had to take it for what it is. I was like, anyways, I, I saw something kiss. So they must have done this. So I called my ex and also the friend. And, you know, I was like, hey, I, he was trying to cover up for his friend. Yo, he, he was just like, yeah, my friend is here. Everything is good. You know, my friend is just not feeling well after the festival. I'm like, hmm, okay, give the phone to your friend. Let me speak. Then my ex on the other end just saying, yeah, I just, you know, I should have called you, texted you, but, you know, I'm not feeling good. I'm fe Obviously, my ex was feeling guilty AF. My ex was feeling mad, guilty as fuck. My ex is the kind of person that doesn't like to confront I'm the confrontational person anyways. And it was weird because we were so far away and distant away. You know, I cannot keep things for too long. So it was also weird that we were so apart that I don't even know what to do if to escalate things over the phone or wait till, you know, they come back and then I face them. Anyways, long story short, I was like, I was everything. Everything was okay, yeah? And, you know, my ex was just being, mm-hmm, mm-hmm just being dumb and you know trying to play safe like couldn't even tell me what really happened i think also my ex was just thinking i cannot just tell her over the phone now like what, what like I, I i think my ex just didn't know actually <laughs> what best way to present this and you know to know the fact that even hurt me the most is my ex always thought i will be the one cheating was like oh you're gonna be the one to cheat on me because you're a model and you know your dms are full and everyone always check for you blah 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 or you're gonna end up going to the state to study for your master's you're gonna meet a black guy because <laughs> my ex was caucasian so my ex is like you're gonna meet a black guy named tyrone <laughs> that kills me by the way because every time i see any dude the name Tyrone, I burst into laughter and I think about that time. And to think that my ex was the actual one that did this, oh, that was just beyond me. Because my ex was like, oh, I've been cheated on, so I know how it feels. I will kill myself and I will kill the person that you, you cheat on me with. So me, knowing how psycho that person was, I was trying to even be mostly on my behavior because I was like, no, I will never do that. Like, that's just crazy. Like, to do that, I will just leave the relationship. Like, that's stupid. But anyways, that was just the insecurity of my ex on its own because, yeah, there's nothing you can do to make them feel secure. If they don't feel secure, they will never so it's the battle within themselves and there's nothing you can do and also you know obviously people are like yeah you should try to make them feel secure but you also should not belittle yourself or stop doing things that you shouldn't be doing like as a model i sometimes i will look you feel guilty about you know going away for days on some jobs or you know accepting some jobs with some guy because you're just thinking, oh, 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 what would they think? And that's not fair. That's not nice because 
the end of the day, that's your professional, that's your money bag, and you need to secure it. Anyways, long story short, um, I think uh, my ex knew because I called and I was like, you know, I feel... Oh, and you know, I also didn't say because I was waiting and waiting for my ex to actually be the first person to say. Because obviously, Loki, I was like, hmm, I already checked the phone, so I don't know how I would say I found it on, you know, on the phone that doesn't belong to me. But on the other hand, honestly, I wouldn't care. But I was giving them the benefit of the doubt to just come out and be like, yo, this is what happened. So when that didn't happen, I was like, okay, just fuck it. Then um, the next day I was at work and my ex then texted, yeah, I really need to tell you something. <laughs> tell me what? Oh, by the way, before that happened, before that happened, actually, that's why still I also didn't know if that didn't happen with my ex have actually told me and come clean about this act or not. Before that happened, after I finished speaking to them, then I took the phone and I removed this so-called girl, so-called girl from the chat. I removed her. I just blocked her and I deleted it. I don't even know why I did that. That is so stupid because it's like, what was I even trying to save? Was I even trying to salvage something or save something? That was just so childish. But Anyways, I did that because I honestly just didn't know what to do at that moment. And that was just off my impulse. And I was young, y'all, so don't judge me. But I did it. And I think maybe my ex saw that the next day. Or my ex must have thought she blocked, you know, she just removed herself or something. So I don't know. But anyways, I feel like when my ex saw this, just was scared like okay maybe i should just call her and tell her what's up because something is strange and i don't feel good what if she knows or what you know what if so then my ex texted yeah i need to tell you what's up uh you know something really happened and i'm really i feel really awful about it and i don't want you to um you know, you can decide what you want to decide, but I still want you in my life, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this whole thing that goes on and on, just texting. And I was like, can this conversation wait till I'm done from work? Like, I'm almost done. I just have one more outfit change and then I'll be on my way home. It's like, okay, okay. And then as soon as I was in the process of my work, boom texted how it all happened like I kissed a girl and the fact that it finally came out from you know from their end I was just oh I was like okay so it really was what I saw it really was what I thought it was oh my god like what my ex kissed a girl what no way in in my head this is the ultimate cheating in my head like people ask me way later like but it was just a kiss but to me no that wasn't just a kiss to me to me i was just thinking even though my ex wrote yeah i was drunk blah 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 and obviously my ex has a problem with drinking and we always argue about it and i would always say 
you need to go see the therapist, blah, blah, blah. And my ex was like, I don't want to change for you. or You don't accept me for who I am, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so the fact that it was mixed with this whole drinking thing, yeah, on one end, I could easily just say, okay, it was a mistake. I will forgive because, you know, my ex was intoxicated. But on the other end, that drinking part even got me more more mad. I don't even know why because I was just like, yeah, this is what we've been arguing all about, the drinking. And this drinking has cost us our relationship. And, you know, they would never learn. So that was that. On the second end, the kissing part for me, yeah, it was just a kissing. But honestly, I just felt... I don't know why I thought that was more emotional because I feel like things could happen while kissing, even touching. You know, when you touch someone, you feel a level of connection. When you kiss someone, you feel a level of connection. And if, you know, when you go on a date and you kiss someone, this is when you know if you want to have more, if you want to see them more, if you felt something or you don't. And in my head, if... They didn't feel anything after the kiss. I feel like the texting wouldn't have warranted. But the fact that they had it, each other on Messenger, for me, this is me overthinking everything as usual. And I mean, okay, they could have added each other way before the kiss happened, but still doesn't matter. In my head, I was thinking the fact that they added each other and then my ex went on to kind of like apologize for the, you know kissing that they weren't thinking about it it just happened and you know feelings spilled up for me in itself that was just emotional cheating because that texting anyways and that mm, I want to say the b word but then again I don't want to hold the other person for it but I also hold the other person which I wrote to her oh I was mean guys sorry I was immature and I was mean because this person knew that me and my ex was in a relationship because I could see in the text that my ex was like yes my girlfriend you know is on a trip blah 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 and actually he put the word wifey because that was what anyway ugh ugh whatever i'm not even gonna entertain this but anyways long story short that was why anyways that girl got what was coming for her from my end (laughs) because i was like you knew so anyways that was just that part but on the other end the fact that they talked about it and stuff that just made me feel like okay something was happening and yeah i didn't like it and for me this was just emotional cheating and i didn't know how to bounce back from that like my my emotions was crushed my heart was crushed i think this was the first time i knew what um heartbreak was yeah that was my first ever heartbreak honestly to be honest because even though i was the one that ended the ended the relationship I felt like someone broke up with me because that act already kind of broke broke me up. Yeah, that's how we can put it. So um, when I saw that, oh, the tears just rolled out my eyes and I was like, you know what, we're done. It was a like, no, 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 I can make it work. I can make us work. I'll do whatever. Please don't burn the house till I return. But I was just done mentally and I wasn't actually acting crazy. Like I would, I've thought I would go crazy or I don't know I would go ghetto-ish but honestly I was on the contrary maybe because 
low-key also that's why I said maybe that's because I also wanted out of the relationship but I also didn't know how to so this was the this was the straw this was the final straw this was like the actual you know the leap that actually made me say okay this is the way forward you need to end things and break it up and move forward but still obviously the fact that that happened didn't anyways it didn't make my heart feel you know, easy or settled or it didn't make it feel any better anyways because it still hurt that that happened. But anyways, that had to happen for a change to happen, which was me, you know, moving on and moving out and, you know, moving out of that country and just, you know, bye-bye. So, yeah, that's my experience, my unget story, yo. This was a long, long story. This is why, even though I really know how it feels and how it hurts, even though it wasn't anything other than that, but still that hurts. So that's why I don't think I will ever do this to someone else because it's not nice. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> but um, yeah, but on the other end too, I feel like, yeah, we've all cheated somehow, like, I know I've caught, I found myself caught, like, um, you know, emotionally cheating in the sense that you're talking about your feelings with your partner to someone else, like, I realized that later, because, you know, when you're with someone that, you know, the person likes you, but then, obviously, you tell them that yeah you have someone and they know that clearly but there's some men they're just lifeless they don't care anyways but from your end or at least my end i for example start talking about you know things that isn't going right in my relationship so you almost kind of start emotionally confiding in them and you think at first they are they are a friend but honestly, they're just trying to act like they're a good listener and be that friend because they're waiting for when things will happen, when things will mess up, when things will fuck up so they can just slide in and clean up the mess and just, they got you in this sense. So when I stepped back and realized, I was like, oh, so that's kind of cheating. It is cheating. No, no doubt it is cheating. So yeah, in my hand, I think I've also kind of cheated in this way once. So I'm just going to be honest with you guys. But anyways, that relationship also didn't work anyway. So I think, um, yeah, so I don't know. I think that was just that. But but I mean, it didn't have any impact on my relationship just to clear things out, just to be clear. It wasn't like there was an action on my end or anything. But I'm just trying to be honest when if you're thinking about all sorts of cheating, that could be considered cheating in a way. You get what I mean? But cheating to me anyways on my end is when, you know, you you do take an action on something and vice versa like there's a reaction there's an action and reaction and you know it sort of starts you know fiddling and messing with your mind and thinking about your relationship like oh I could be with this person or what if I see this you know and in my case I never I never had those weird thoughts no way but the act of just you know let's say emotionally confiding in someone in this sense I would say yeah, that is kind of low-key cheating. It's not high-key cheating, but it's low-key cheating. 
Anyways, we're gonna go on one more break because this is a long episode. But I told you guys, I'm going to be coming correct for with with these episodes, even though they're gonna be dropping once in a week or once in two weeks. But I will make it worth the while. So let's go on a break. When we're back, then I'll give you guys tips on how you can solve your cheating act or your cheating urge or how you can anyways help yourself stop yourself cheating or how you can help yourself in the right direction it's better to try something than nothing at all so i'll give some few tips right when we're back from the break A lot of you guys have been curious and wanting to know where I got my new hair from. For some of you guys who don't know what I'm talking about, go search Agnesita on my Instagram, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-A. And the same username goes for my TikTok account as well. So I'm promoting this because it's a friend who did it for me and it was a great work. And I thought, why not share with you guys? If you want your hair bundles installed as a wig, because for me, I prefer a wig to installing it in as a weave because of my modeling job, of course. So if you would like your wig to be made, just get the hair yourself and DM her on Instagram, Iyobosser, I-Y-O underscore B-O-S-S-A. And let her know I directed you for discounts. Have a great day. Welcome, welcome back, guys. So let's dive right into the last part of this subject. This was a long case. It was a long subject. It was a long matter at hand, but we're almost at the end. So um, how can, you know, cheaters stop being cheaters? <laughs> or what are the tips um, this anyways are my own ghetto opinions. You can either take my own ghetto advice or not. But, you know, as an unlicensed therapist or unlicensed advisor, I would say the first and foremost is communication. Communication is key, y'all. Like, hmm, y'all don't, hmm, communication is key, but but this will be i have so many segments on this anyways but communication has its own downfall communication without understanding is bullshit so you need communication and understanding like you need to be able to understand what someone is communicating to you or what you're trying to communicate to them but anyways that's not the point of that that was just something that crossed my mind right now but what I mean by communication in terms of how you can go on the journey of trying to stop being, trying to stop the cheating urge is that you communicate with your spouse. You know, sometimes you feel like it's a bad idea. Like, no, I don't want to, you know, bring this um conversation up because I don't want them to feel like I'm going to do it even though I'm not doing it. But honestly... If your partner is also a communicative person, so hopefully both of you guys are a bit um good at communicating, or at least the other person is good at listening and understanding better. So 
you could communicate out your feelings and communicating and saying them out will actually better help understand where some of these urges are coming from or where, where these feelings are coming from, why you're feeling this way. You can be like, hey, yesterday or this, you know, this morning, I saw someone and that was weird. I felt like doing this to her. I don't know why. Or, you know, I, I liked her perfume and I hugged her a little longer. I don't know. But you communicate to your partner these feelings if it gave you strange feelings. And you could say, oh, but I felt this after we had our argument or after you called me this, you called me names, you said I was a good for nothing person or blah, blah, blah. Because sometimes there could have been something that happened before and there could have been a way to rectify it. And the other person, for sure, no woman wants, you know, their spouse to be out there, their partner out there doing something. So they would try to also change their own attitude in a way to better suit and help. Because it takes two anyways, if you want to make a relationship work. So yeah, communication is key in this sense. And on the other end, speaking of communication, this is the second tip. You have to be honest with yourself. Honesty is key. Some people just are so dishonest to themselves or they don't even want to realize it. They try to block it and suppress it. But you need to be honest with yourself in the sense that what the heck do you really want? What do you want? You know, this this question happens a lot and it's been asked a lot in a relationship and nobody even knows how to answer that question. What do you want from me or what do you want? And the answer, I don't know. Bruh, you have to know <laughs> or you have to try to know. Start, you know, peeling down all the layers to know, to think, what do I want? Do I want this relationship with this girl, with this guy? Do I want a monogamous relationship? Is my Does my nature, you know, allows me to have a monogamous relationship? After three, six, you know, one year, what's my pattern in a relationship from the past relationship? And this is how you have to, you know, kind of consult yourself and start being honest with yourself by fact checking yourself. Then once you know this and you decide to say, you know what, I want to try to stay in this relationship, I don't know. My third advice then is go see a therapist. I know, guys, the wonders therapist, like therapy does, hmm. I don't know how to even explain. I I mean, I don't have my own therapist. I feel like I'm my own therapist. No, I'm kidding. Friends can be a therapist in a way sometimes, but you should confide in good friends, like friends that are spiritual or friends that are moral. I don't know. You know, friends that have principles, boundaries, you know, this kind of friends, not the friends that are like YOLO, you only live once. Well, boy, you also die once, okay? So (laughs) be with friends that... You know, they have a really good intellectual skills. They will break things down. They will help you see things from different perspective. You know, mature, responsible friends. This is what I mean. I'm not saying you shouldn't have friends that are just dead for fun, but just go to those friends that have sense, common sense anyways. But um, therapist. Yeah, what I was saying by therapy, I've been to a psychologist once actually when things was just so much in my life and I couldn't balance it and 
this is, you know, this session was just once, but then I knew and I know what therapy could even be. And this was just a psychologist, so I can imagine what a therapy would even do. I mean, a therapy breaks down everything about your life, your past and all that stuff. But I went to a psychologist because I kind of knew what I needed and what I was going through. But I just wanted to speak to someone and I didn't also want to speak to my friends because I didn't want to just talk about my problem and burden people. I'm known to be the listener and that listen to people's um burden. Like I'm a talker, yes, in general, but I wouldn't talk about my problem and all of that stuff. So I wanted to talk to someone else that I could pay and just talk and talk. But anyways, it was a free program in my university. So I was like, why not do it? But it was good. So I can imagine what therapy does. I feel like there's some, you know, I know a lot of people say therapy is expensive. Yeah, which I honestly agree. That's true. But check your, you know, work areas. There's some work. They actually give you... um therapy like they give you access to free therapy also in your university do check it out as well they do give you free access to therapy so check everywhere also check with your government i know there's some governmental rules before you have a free therapy that could take years because you're gonna end up on a long long queue but if you have the money just use this think of it as a self-care at least go once in one week or once in two weeks you know let's just so you see how you feel but therapy in this case will help you because you know that you need to invest in yourself to become a better person so just think of it as you're going to a course (laughs) so invest in this because obviously you know what you need to change you just need to go there to figure out the tools and the way of how you can actually go about this and actually know the cause of the root you know the root cause of why you're feeling this way and what what you know where this all stems from and you'll be surprised where these are all coming from it could be things that you've been you know um you've been programmed seeing your father doing on your mom or your mom on your father it doesn't even matter but it could be things from childhood like it could be anything honestly so therapy helps in this way so go to therapy this is my third advice my fourth advice is if you're trying to also be with the spouse or maybe you know things ain't going well in the relationship and you actually want it to go well because at this point you're thinking if this keeps going on you're gonna step out of the marriage or the relationship and do something you shouldn't be doing so try to convince the person that you want to go see a therapy i know they're gonna downplay it and say you know i don't want to go see a shrink i don't want to talk to you know strangers about my problem but tell them at least try it. It's better to try or not because your relationship is in jeopardy. You know, your relationship is in jeopardy and it's either this or something's got to give. Make it like an ultimatum, honestly, because if they really care about wanting to keep the relationship and wanting to be in the relationship with you, they will create the time and the space to actually go see this. And at first, they might not put so much attention into it, but at least they're there and, you know, with the next few sessions, the attention will start becoming more more open. So spouse, couple, um, therapy, it's good. Also, sometimes a retreat could be good because it will change 
your patterns, it will change your routines and you also see if you like each other, if you really want to be together or not. Then the next um, tip is just to take a break from social media. Honestly, sometimes social media just changes your perception. It changes your brain. It stimulates and simulates your brain, your neurological cognitive way in ways you cannot even explain guys so sometimes it's always great to take a break from social media because you see things out there that are so aesthetic and they're aesthetic they're aesthetic pleasing obviously they're aesthetically pleasing and you feel like you want them you know what you got at home isn't all that but you need to know those people that are out there posting their pictures of this that they took time to do all of this you need to see the behind the scenes and you're gonna be like wow the work is not even worth it or wow the work is even too much so it wasn't just i woke up like this kind of pictures it was planned out it was scheduled it was booked it was planned anyways thoroughly so you need to think this aren't reality it's just i don't know what to say guys like people say yes they want a model and stuff like me i'm doing my podcast right now as a model but me i'm in my pj my bonnet just being comfy as hell and while doing this so you know you just need to know that what you see out there isn't always what it seems. It's just a moment. It's a moment stuff. So if you feel like social media is making you just, you know, acting up, just quit social media for a while. I have friends, you know, that they go off of social media for a while, like, you know, to just calm their brain down, to keep their perspective, their perception in in the right way and it helps so i think this would really help to technology in general like go off of instagram especially twitter like listen to more podcasts because sometimes some people are so disrespectful with cheating their partner will be literally lying right next to them and they're on the phone dming another chick or just you know double tapping on some pictures they shouldn't be (laughs) but so sometimes just put your phone down and look at your partner and try to you know say something that you're appreciative of or try to give them a compliment and you'll see once you start incorporating this habit it will change your sense of reasoning or your sense or the urge of you wanting to try something dangerous or different in a way and always is it's always great to think of it this way if i do this what if you know they did the same thing with me could i even stand it how am i gonna act you know can i live with myself of course i'm not speaking about the serial cheaters because the serial cheaters they just need rehabilitation serious rehabilitation yo because those ones they cannot think they feel like they're doing themselves a favor or they're doing the person the relationship a favor i don't even know they're just different manipulators they will try to you know manipulate themselves into thinking what they're doing is right so those ones i honestly don't have any tips for them my own opinion is just they need serious rehabilitation so um and they just need to be alone like you don't need to you know be 
doing all that and, and, and putting someone else in your mess and, you know, making them go through emotional roller coaster. That's not fair. Last but not the least tip for the day is just to end the current affair and the current relationship. If by all of this tip you feel like you still feel the urge, my guy, my girl, just call your partner, sit them down and say, thank you for all the amazing moments I had with you. You, it's we've had the ups and down the roller coaster but I think at this stage I want to try something new I feel the urge to wanting to do something outside with someone else I don't even know oh you don't even have to explain yourself but just keep it classy and mature and apologize for abrupting things this way you know for your feelings for you feeling you know, for you not having the right feelings at that moment or just having mixed up blurred feelings and just keep it pushing. Just tell them you want to break up. Just break it up because it's better. You owe them that at least. That's the most humane thing to do. Break the current relationship and then you can go about your way cheating. And honestly, this is what happens to some people when they even break up. When they're single, they don't even cheat. They don't even feel the need to even do all of that. But when they're in a relationship, they suddenly want to do it. Anyways, I feel like these are traits about serial cheaters. Anyways, for now, I'm talking about those, you know, one-time or two-time cheaters or those, you know, just the stupid people that just do stupid things at the wrong time. So I feel like end the current relationship. And who knows? Maybe when you go out there, you 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 do what you feel like you needed and then you feel like it didn't really satisfy you the most and you know the person you broke up with is still who you really want to be with well who knows you can always call them back you can always you know that's kind of like a breakup slash a break if they're still available for you emotionally and you know physically if they're not taken who knows maybe they'll give you the time of the day they'll tell you Let's try again, or at least, you know, you you were decent enough to break up, to go out there, to explore something. If they still have the same feeling for you, they could still try to, you know, be together with you again. So, I don't know, but just don't do something stupid you wouldn't want them to do back to you as well. Because this, also, this, this breakup some people I don't know how to even explain some people sometimes just kind of break up they think it's a break for me this is a breakup but let's say it's a break don't do something too irrational or crazy because some people still having the break baby this is when they go having unprotected sex and then someone end up having a baby during this break and then when you're back together then there's someone having a baby and the way that's not yours so that can also be messy and sticky. So if you feel like you're going to go back with your ex, which, ugh, it's not a great idea. At least not in my book. I never go back with any of my ex. But you never say never. But let's say you are going to do that. Just don't burn the bridges. Don't do something crazy that you wouldn't want someone else to do with, you know, to you anyway. So that is my final opinions and tips and advice and you know verdicts so 
I think the whole verdict to this all notions and question is, yes, a cheater can always change. It depends if they're a one-time cheater, you know, the cheating, cheater, the cheating that happened during circumstantial uh, moments. And also, I believe also in the notion that once a cheater, always a cheater. In terms of those serial cheaters who they just need serious help, like serious, deep, spiritual, mental, every help that they can get, honestly. So I do believe a cheater, once a cheater, always a cheater, honestly. But with the right help and the right, you know, guidance into the right path, they can also change if they're not a serial cheater. Thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now. If you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions, comments, anything, just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A, and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.